Why is it that from a very early age, Jews tend to pursue the Torah of Hashem? Is it because of arbitrary rules and laws that they go and say, do what it says in the Pentateuch, in the first five books of the Bible? Is that the reasoning? Today, we're going to dig deeper into this and understand why it is that some in the Guf HaMashiach pursue the Torah of Hashem. Let us first start. In Egeret Romanim, the letter to the Romans, chapter 10, verse 9. And it says in there, And if you will confess with your mouth our Master, our Lord Yeshua, and will believe with your heart that God had raised him from the dead, you will live. For the heart that believes in him is made righteous. And the mouth that confesses him is restored to salvation. Within Judaism, there is this concept of the Rebbe. You have probably heard this from places like Breslev. They say, Rebbe Nachman of Breslev is who it is that we turn to. In Chabad, they say Menachem Mendel Schneerson, the Levitcher Rebbe, is who it is we rely on. Within the Mishnah, it says in there, choose for yourself a rabbi. In Perkeovos 2, it says to do as such. Why is this? It's because that the words of Chazel, the words of the sages say that the death of a Sadiq, of a righteous one, brings about atonement. But the caveat, according to that as well of our sages say, most notably the Orchichaim, that a person must be consecrated unto that holy Sadiq, unto that holy righteous one. And thus, they are consecrated unto Hashem. What does this have to do with our Messiah? What does this have to do with the Torah and the pursuance of the Torah? It has a great deal. For in the book of Yohanan, the book of John, it says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. Nobody comes through the Father but through me. This is a declaration of consecration that a person must make within that of their life, within that of their heart, to that of the Messiah Yeshua. Now we've talked on this podcast before 
about the divinity of the Messiah in the episode where we discussed Yeshua being mentioned in the Maksor. We went into great detail over that. And so a person then adopts the ways of the Messiah, Yeshua. Now the thing to understand, first of all, is not everyone is destined to pursue the Torah. Some would say, well, if we go to the book of James, in that letter that James had written, it says in there that a person must be able to see their works to know their faith. To just say and to proclaim and all of these things deals with the proclamations of the mouth that are mentioned in Romans 10. But the heart, however, there is a change within that of the heart. Through a person's deeds, it shows who it is that they serve. In marriage, for instance, what the other person does, what the spouse does, is a reflection upon that of their spouse. They are a mirror of one another. The same is true to an even higher extent with that of the one that it is that we serve through our religious expression. Whether you are a Christian or whether you're a Jew, the actions of your heart manifest through that of your actions. The believer in Yeshua will go and give to Zedekah, to charity. They will help their brother who is in need. They will build up their brother. Everything that we do in our life is a reflection of our spiritual condition. And this is what segues us into the Torah of Hashem and how it is that a person should pursue the Torah of Hashem in any form of Judaism according to that of our sages. It's very interesting because at an early age, it doesn't say in the words of the sages that a person who is very young under the age of 12, 13 is necessarily keeping and pursuing the Torah of Hashem. Now, granted, if they grew up in an observant home, in a home that is pursuant of observant of observance, they will adopt those things from their parents. But at the age of 13, 
they start to adopt. They are considered to be a man if they are, you know, male. They come to their bar mitzvah. And if they're 12, then they are considered a woman if they are female. And that's when they pursued the Torah at the age of 15. They become a master of the Mishnah. A spiritual life of a person has many steps. But the ultimate goal is to connect with the one who made the heavens and the earth. For the believer in Yeshua, that is to be consecrated unto the Mashiach who is indeed that of Hashem and who is indeed a Rebbe. Through that, when a person fulfills a mitzvah, they fulfill a commandment of God. They don't do so because of the fact, well, it says to do this. There has to be an understanding of why this is done, what the spiritual connection is with fulfilling things like kosher, the mezuzah, if you're male, wearing a kippah, wearing a talit katan or a talit gadol, Shabbos, all of these various mitzvot. The same is true with the Moedim, with the appointed times of Hashem. The same is true with them. I remember the first time that I ever went to a Pesach Seder close to 17 years ago. And the story of the Passover was given. The story of Moses. The story of the Messiah. Tasting the sweetness of the honey that represented redemption. It was like, I finally get this. I finally understand this. And there were tears in that of my eyes. first time I put on tefillin it was like playing dress up this is what I do this is what it says to do I wasn't making that connection with God I put the tefillin down I said I will revisit this at another time several years later I revisited the tefillin upon learning the spiritual connection, the mark of God that is found in Revelation 7. And understanding that this represented the tefillin. The 144,000 men were wearing tefillin as it is a male garb. I made that connection with the tefillin. I put the tefillin back on. And it was like an electricity went throughout my entire body and I was connected with God. Not only that time, but every single time I go into prayer and dawn 
the tefillin. These are the things that need to happen in order for a person to pursue and to fulfill mitzvos, as opposed to just doing it because it says it. Because the salvation does not come from that of the pursuance of the Torah. This is a part of sanctification, not of that of salvation. The connection with that of God produces the works, whether it be the physical works of the Torah or whether it be just that of the change in a person's personality and character and them being made clean through that of the Messiah. First of all, that is the thing that must happen. Some people may put a little add-on and say, I'm going to pursue the Torah because I can connect with God through the pursuance of the Torah. I think to myself when I say this prayer from the Siddur, or when it is I fulfill this commandment, I feel that closeness with God. Not everybody operates this way. Not everybody operates in the pursuance of the Torah as being the thing that connects them to God. We all have Nishmat Chaim, many things that cause us to be different from one another. The thing that unifies us, however, in the body of Messiah that Paul talks about, and he talks about all these differences of so many people. In the book of Ephesians, the thing that connects us all is our consecration to Hashem, our consecration to His Son, the Mashiach, Yeshua HaNotzri. These are the things that combine us all, not necessarily our religious expression. However, every single person is going to connect differently to Hashem through their religious expression. For salvation comes from that consecration unto that of Yeshua, believing what it says in the Bible and adhering to those principles, adhering to the voice of God that comes from Ruach HaKodesh, from the Holy Spirit, the adherence to the Mashiach through the Holy Spirit and not through an intellectualization saying if you want to pursue God then you need to start doing Shabbos you need to start doing Kashrot you need to be wearing a Talikatan you need to have a Kippah if you want to be consecrated unto that of Hashem the fact is that in today's culture and in any culture throughout that of the world we see this from the Apostle Paul that different people are held to 
different attributes. Our Pentecostal friends are consecrated unto Hashem. Our Methodist friends are consecrated unto Hashem. Our Baptist friends are consecrated unto Hashem. Our Messianic and Ani Judaism friends are consecrated unto Hashem. But yet, they couldn't be more different from one another, but their consecration to the Messiah outside that of intellectualism is what binds each and every single one of them. The ultimate goal is that consecration every single day. We yearn to be closer to God, not closer to words on a page. Not by stressing ourselves out. Stressing ourselves out. Am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? Is the antithesis of the peace that we should have through that of the Messiah. Sometimes we may take upon ourselves another commandment from the Torah because God has revealed it to us and made that spiritual connection and we connect with it and we say Baruch Hashem I feel so much closer to God right now I feel like I am closer than I ever have been That is the pursuance that we must find. When we see God in every single instance of life, when we spill our coffee and we say, God orchestrated that for some reason, which I don't know, God orchestrated that. When we see the rain coming down from the sky and raining down on us instead of saying oh no it's raining outside I'm getting all wet I don't like this I don't like the rain we need to say Baruch Hashem Hashem for going and supplying us with the rainwater, supplying us with something to drink supplying us with what it is that the plants and the animals need to drink so that the animals may eat the plants and that we may eat the animals or the plants. For we would not have any food if it weren't for the rain. We see God in every single instance of life. That is the goal, to see God in every single instance. When our coffee tastes bad. I know I brought up coffee before. When our coffee tastes bad, we say this is all for Hashem. This is all for the good. When we fall down and maybe hurt our leg, we say this is all for the good. This is from Hashem. When it is that we receive a blessing on the opposite hand, we say this is from Hashem. This is for the good. 
when we see Hashem in every single instance of life, all the way down to clipping your toenails. That's when it is known that we are on the right path. When we are so connected with God that is so much like a marriage saying, am I the reflection of Hashem in how I handle stressful situations, uncomfortable situations, and utterly devastating individuals through understanding that it is all for the good. In the book of Mishlei, the book of Proverbs, it says that God mollifies his children the same way that a father would his parents or his his children, rather. The same way that a father would his children. If it is that you had to punish your children, what is the reason? Is it to be mean? That may be the way they see it. But no, it is so they get on the right path. This is why the sages in two tractates of the Talmud, in Kedoshim and Achari, they say that if a person goes 40 days and 40 nights without trial and tribulation, they may have lost their share in the world to come. Why is that? Because God is not going to mollify and correct individuals that he has no connection with. There is no reason for them to grow because they are not going to listen. I know this is tough. I know this may sound different from what it is that you've heard in the past, but the fact is, whenever it is that we come upon trial and tribulation, We need to be expressing Baruch Hashem for this thing. Baruch Hashem for these things that Hashem has given me for the reason of connection. If it is that you don't see God happening in the good in your life and in the bad of your life, then it's time to reevaluate and say it is time for me to go on another mandrega. It is time for me to connect with God because I do not have that connection. Again, with some, it may be the Torah. For some, there may be a wall between that of you and Hashem, where you say, I'll let you into this, but this other thing over here, that's mine. Stay out of that. You cannot be this way. And profess with your mouth that Yeshua is was raised from the dead and that he is Mashiach and express it through that of your heart. You cannot do so if you have that wall up between you and God. Thank you, one and all, for joining me here today. Shalom, bracha, peace and a blessing. Thank you for joining me. Shalom.